Right, I'm making up words, which is highly unlikely of me. I know you do it all the time. Okay, I do it all the time. And in case you're wondering who's a voice, who's a voice? Okay. I'm um, Ben Rosenthal, the self-proclaimed Pokemon master. That was bad. That was a bad one. I really got to it. It was probably these. the one of the worst, actually. It was probably the worst. Yeah. Anyway, this is Hack the Dino, your gaming cast, where we bring you the past, present, and future of video games, news, previews, and discussions. Discussions. But enough of this corporate shill. I'm joined at the hip by my co-host. We've had a very successful surgery, Floppy Staric. I was about to make a joke about my arm being around you, but you just did it for me with I joined didn't at even the realize. hip. Yeah. <laughs> It'll do. What's going on? Well, what's going on, Mr. Flopmeister? Uh, <laughs> where the fuck did that come from? Oh. Uh, what's going on? Yep. Shits and giggles, mate. Oh, good. Shits and giggles. Good. All, all the... Both together. Speaking of which, where were you last week? That's I've... <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I do have a little bone to pick. A uh, little? Yeah. Yep. A little bone to pick. That? There seems that? to be uh, a bit of inequality when it comes to the reasoning that... Uh... Uh, we're all about equality here. Whoop. Thank you. Mm. Uh, um, just, just hold that. We're, everyone's equal at Hack the Dino. Uh, and I'm introducing our other co-host, the wonderful, magnificent, splendid, brilliant person who uh, has won so many awards, I just, I just can't keep up with them. Uh, they will certainly go on to bigger and better things. Probably probably best looking person in the planet? You've already possibly? introduced me. Brayden Dixon! Oh, I was going to say, Andrew's sitting right next to me, but <laughs> that's fine too. Hello, everybody! We're, we're all we? about equal uh, measures here, aren't we, Braden? Yeah, equal rights so long as you're not on the right and you're on the left. Bye! <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of the right, you... you uh, social media guru Anto's here! Hello! There I'm he is. on the right. Please don't attack me for not, you know, being a good person, because I am. You're on the literal right, not the... He's sitting um, to my right. Yeah. Which not... is cam a screen left, so it's fine. Thank you for the clarification. Hey, fascism sucks. Anyway, on tonight's show, we're going through the 2021 Game Awards and our predictions for who we think is going to win. We're just ignoring the whole pee hole diarrhea thing? I don't know what you're talking about. Um, but uh, before that, uh, Floppy. Yes, mate. What have you been playing? Uh, I played a few things. Mm -hmm. uh, I've been playing some Pokemon. Mm -hmm. We'll talk about that in a minute. But we will talk about because that. Because I jumped my own run sheet, but that's okay. Yes. Yes, you did. Uh, but I've been playing some Pokemon. We'll talk about that after. But I tried out a different game. Mm -hmm. What the shit, Floppy? <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? I uh, bought... Braden, I think you know what to bring up. Okay. I bought and tried out... Because, you know, I don't like to judge by a cover or a name or a subject or a rating. Uh, the Smurfs, Mission Vileaf. <laughs> Hey, Brayden. Yep. You ever played Jumanji? <laughs> Fuck off. I never said Jumanji was good. I said it was great if you don't want your kids to play Call of Duty. Um, but I still am sorry. For those of you who are listening, because we've had an influx of new listeners and viewers, um, I'll just explain this Jumanji gag. When Floppy <laughs> and then I'll joined... explain it properly. <laughs> when... No, you won't. Uh, Brayden will kill your mic. Uh, when <laughs> Floppy first joined us what, a year or so ago, just over two years ago? Two years ago. Two years ago. Uh, he wanted to review games and he, he would just grab any game and review it. And he thought it'd be a good idea to review the uh, movie adaptation for the Switch called Jumanji and spent about, what, 20 minutes, Braden? 
It was yeah. like three minutes. 20 minutes talking about what a wonderful game it is and how everyone should play it. And it's his best favorite game ever and he's going to marry it. The incredible part about it was that within the first two minutes, he had explained the entirety of the game. <laughs> yeah, but just kept going. And I still distinctively remember... It was when Dan was still with us. Uh, rest in peace. Rest in peace. Um, and Dan and I literally just looked at each other, <laughs> going, "What the hell is going on? Why is he still talking about freaking Jumanji?" Uh, but anyway, uh, Floppy, tell us about this bullshit. <laughs> fuck you. Fuck you. Uh, so I picked up Smurfs because you know, due to my age, bit of a nostalgic connection. I watched Smurfs when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. uh, I like 3D platformers, mm -hmm. and it is legitimately a solid 3D platformer in... In that you can physically hold it in your hand? Yes, Ben. Yep. Yes. Good. Good. And the fact that it, uh, it, is a, it is called Collectathon, 3D platforming puzzles, uh, you upgrade your little Smurf gun. There is... Smurfs have guns? Weren't they like anti-guns? Uh, it's like a vacuum. It's kind of like Luigi's Mansion meets Spyro the Dragon as a Smurf. Is Gargamel in it? He is. I will say, uh, Michael Towns in the chat said it just before I could. It It is Blinks the Smurf. Yeah. It's exactly like Blinks the Time Sweeper, <laughs> yeah. but with a Smurf. Instead. I didn't know that Blinks was this slow. Oh, well, there is one criticism I'll give it so far. Like, I haven't played heaps of it yet. I've been going through the first few levels. And it's, it's like, it's fun. It works well. The controls are easy. Uh, the little collector thongs, if you want to go hard, is cool fun. Like, you know, it's a little repetitive, like any 3D platformer. They do replace way too many words with Smurf. Yeah, right. As you almost did just then? Yeah, yeah. like, it's like, yeah, I can't help it. Your worms. Words, so what Smurf are you playing here? Uh, you're playing as Hefty, but you need to swap around a little bit. Right. Uh, I got the collector's edition. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Because it was like 20 extra bucks and it had a figure of Hefty. And a soundtrack and stuff. The only thing Hefty about the this game is the ring. Hefty living you have to do to play it. So what would you give this out of uh, 10 bananas, Floppy? Oh, I'd give it solid six. Wow. You heard it here first, folks. Smurfs, Floppy's 2021 Game of the Year. Oh, Don't need off. to do any other <laughs> debating or talking. This is, this is what Floppy likes to play. Um, and that is why he suffers from chronic pee-hole diarrhea. Uh, Brayden! Uh, hello. What, what's going on? What's I've been cooking? Able, I've been able to play video games again. Holy smokes! What's good? What's... What? What a world we live in, I know, right? What a time. What an age. Uh, what a... So you know what you should do? You should play Smurfs. <laughs> no. Um... <laughs> Instead, I'm going to play this other really cute 3D platformer. Um, I picked it up on a Black Friday sale because it's the exact perfect game to play when you're just wanting something to play while you're also catching up on watching a bunch of other shit. Um, it's Sackboy on PS5. Wait, wait. So you play this game while you're watching something? Yeah. Well, How does I, that work? I what? like play and listen to stuff and like watch stuff at the same time. So He's sub 30. Yeah. I, I, I have so my what, you have two screens? or I have my laptop next to me. On like, I have I have a stupidly large desk that I made out of a massive plank of wood that I bought from Bunnings. That doesn't mean you have to use all of it. <laughs> but then I've, I've got a drawer full of forks, so but I've I don't use them all the time for my dinner. So I've got my TV on there, and then next to my TV on the desk, I have my laptop set up, watching whatever the shit I want to watch. And so are you I, watching it? Well, I like glance here and there, like. <laughs> It's Sackboy. I, like, it's not the end of the world. I'm not going to like miss getting a headshot at any point in time. Not that I play first-person shooters that much anyway. <laughs> yeah. But like, yeah, it's the perfect sort of like, you know, super chill out, like collect-a-thon platformy stuff. I like, this is the type of game that I grew up playing and love and it comes very naturally to me. 
and I finally got a chance to check it out because for some reason it's still 110% full price for the PS5 and Dude, have you ever seen a po- like a, a Pokemon game that's ever dropped in price or a yeah, Zelda game? Yeah, but that's Nintendo and they're psychopathic. Yeah, that's, and, that's it, and it works, that's, right? That's and yeah, it works. So clearly PlayStation are going, hey, we're still selling PS5s by like the second they're available. So maybe we can just keep it full price? And then I got it on like a stupidly good Black Friday deal. Um, it's such a good game, isn't it? Along with Guardians of the Galaxy, which I'm going to play soon yes. as well. Um, very much looking forward to it, but uh, no, it's a really fun game, really cute. Did you finish Guardians Floppy? Not yet, because I got Pokemon. That's right, you got Smurf. Mm. Sorry, and that'll be uh, that'll be something <laughs> I pick up at some point soon as well. Pokemon. Pokemon. Very Smurfs. excited for Pokemon. Yes. Hey, let's. Well, we're, while we're talking about Pokemon, let's jump into the Pokemon discussion. I too purchased Pokemon, and uh, all right, we'll go. Oh, with, we'll go with you. Did you get Diamond or Pearl? I got Diamond. Oh, me too. And Pearl. I got them both. Oh. <laughs> Which one are you you playing Diamond? Not only... (laughs) Alright, this is how diseased my brain is. Not only did I pre-order and get the special steel edition of Diamond and Pearl, um, because I knew I wouldn't be able to get it uh, that day, I also purchased it digitally so I could play. You're a fool. (laughs) Well, I needed it for the collection anyway. You know what? You could have just given me that 80 bucks and I'd have driven it to your house. Well, would you have though? Yeah! For 80 bucks? Fucking oath I would. (laughs) I would have done it naked. Okay. Sorry. Right. Sometimes his, my inner monologue disappears. He got his Pokédex out. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, this game, we'll go, we'll go to you, Floppy, because you've never really played a Pokemon game that much, have you? Well, no, that's not true. I have started playing them over the last few years. Uh, I definitely haven't, you know, grown up with them. I missed them when they came out. I was like 16 and I... Too cool. No, I found girls and booze. <laughs> Um, that's a that's a Pokemon coming up in the next generation. Girls and booze. Mm. I thought cool. it was a Motley Crue song. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a Motley Crue just lifestyle. Um, so I missed it, and it wasn't until my late thirties I picked up Soul Silver and played that. That was the first Pokemon game I ever played. Soul Silver. That wasn't out in nineteen forty three. Oh, correct. Continue. You, you get a point. Um. And I really loved it. Like, because uh, you're old, get it? I get it. Definitely peaked. Why the I need mic glasses and why I'm going bald? Oh wait, I'm not. Oh. It's a choice. <laughs> no, it's not. No, it, it is a choice. Why? Because you don't want to have that one hair on top of your head. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> um, and which I really, I don't, so I really like Soul Silver. I thought it was really cool. Um, but I don't have like the nostalgia for it. Yeah, I, I just want to interject here about a story that Floppy told me. Um, I think it was two or three shows ago, we were sitting here and going through Pokemon Go. Uh, and you, you, I came across and showed you a Machop or something. Oh, this was a while ago. Yeah, it was a while ago. A while, and you looked at me and you go, ago. what's wrong with him? I said, different what do you mean? Color. And you went, he's a different color. Isn't he supposed to be green? I went, no. What, why do you think he's green? Oh, mine was green. Uh, floppy, that's a shiny. You've been playing with a shiny? And you, oh, yeah, I guess so. But, Didn't but, mean anything to me. But, 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 anyway, continue. But anyway, um, and as much to other people's disgust, I picked up Let's Go Pikachu, and I really liked it because it was like a nice little intro into Pokemon. Absolute, yeah, it if, did exactly uh, what it was supposed yeah, to. Yeah, it did. It got got a thirty nine year old man into Pokemon. Mm. Sounds creepy when you say it like that. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then played Sword and Shield and really dug that. And I've started to buy up some of the older ones, which mm-hmm. I want to go back and play as well. Uh, I picked up a really nice box copy of Sapphire. You did. That was a few very weeks nice ago. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm thoroughly enjoying it. I like the animation. I like the I like the fact that it's like a a real grindy RPG, but without having the 
huge grindy hard yeah, stuff. Yeah, it's, it's RPG light. Yes, yeah, yeah, let's put it that way. So I can pick it up and play it for ten minutes if I need, and I don't have to, and I don't stress out or whatever. I can you know wake up in the morning and play a little bit in bed or something. It's just nice and light, and I can go as grindy or as not grindy as I want. So mm. yeah, I thoroughly enjoy it. Uh, I picked. Turtwig as my uh, as my starter. Cool. Went cool. for I went for grass because yep. I do know that he he drives about to say transforms uh, evolves Evolves into the giant turtle like with the world on his back sort of thing. Terrier. Yep. Thank you. Yep. 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 Uh, I've got three gym badges at the moment. Oh, very nice. Out of the eight. Um. So you've not played because I noticed in your collection before that yep. you have platinum, which is the third one. I do have and platinum. There's not a lot of platinum in this, which was uh, a bit of. There's not. There is platinum aspects, but it's they didn't remaster platinum. They actually remastered diamond and pearl. And one of yeah. the things, um, you may, Braden, when you played diamond and pearl, did you play platinum as well? I did not, but that was because I was ch- was a child without my own money, right? And my parents couldn't quite comprehend what was different enough to buy it for me. Right. So Tell I, me if I'm I didn't wrong. get allowed to get that one. But I heard it was really good. Yeah. <laughs> when they do that and they do like they did, uh, was it Crystal was one of them? Yep. And then Platinum was another one uh, mm-hmm. where they, is it they remake or is it this, essentially the same as the two, the previ- the pair that came before it yep. with like enhanced features? Correct. Yep, yep, yep. So that's traditionally what they've done. It's a little bit dirty, isn't it? It's it's like keeping half the Pokemon on one game and half the Pokemon on another one. So if you want to collect the whole Pokédex, you have to buy both versions of the game. No, at least I it's get that one where tactic. it's like you get two people to buy it and you trade Pokemon. I like how I get that and it's encouraging the whole trading thing. But then a year later, releasing the same game but on one. Yeah. But just tweaking still, a few things. Yeah. Uh, yes and no. But it's generally they're the better game. So Pokemon Platinum. Yeah. Had a whole another area. Well, not a whole another area. Had a whole another mission where you went into the oh, subspace, okay. and um, it also had little improvements of life, like the Poketch um, had a backwards and forwards button, whereas in Diamond and Pearl, which is what they've replicated here, you have to keep on pressing the button. And I if don't you skip get what it, I use that thing for. You will eventually. Okay. Um, so you know, there's been some complaints. Uh, I've found it. It's not like so. This is the first game that uh, or remake that the Pokemon Company hasn't done. They uh, outsourced it and got. Uh, I think the guys who did the um, oh, what is what was that Metroid game called? They remade the second one. Um, the other, se- other, uh, met- other, other M- no, 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 the Game Boy version. Got it. Oh, sorry, Brad. It was Metroid Two: Samus Returns. Oh, thank you. Or Return of Samus. One of Return of Samus. Yeah, the company that remastered that they got them to do this. Uh, okay. Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl. Um, firstly, the art style. I freaking love it. I don't. I don't know why um, he has devil horns though. because uh, you know, anime. Oh, what did you call your your besto? I called. So if my uh, pro, uh, if the, my opposite person is a friend, I call them Harry after Harry Osborn. If they're Not like your, Gary Oak, I call them Norman after Norman Osborn. Really? Yep. Every time. Every time. I named Bine Poopy McFace. Yeah, you're a funny guy. Um. So my four year old thought it was hilarious. Yeah. <sighs> Uh, so, uh, what was I saying? Yeah, the art style. I really like the art style. It looks like the uh, DS version, but polished and brought up on the big screen, and I love it. The music's really, really good. Uh, what I didn't so much like about it is there's a, just a couple of bugs that sneak their way in. Um, I, I was in a one specific area, and if I moved into a, a specific point, there was a whole line that ran across the stream, uh, screen. Screen. Like, they've just forgotten to put a data line in there. Oh. Um, and oh. a couple of times, 
there'll be no sound effects. <coughs> like whether they, um, uh, well, the most uh, obvious one is that you'll throw a, a pokeball and it won't do the ding, 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 ding. Okay. Uh, it'll just it'll just haphazardly not be there, and it won't be there, and it will be there another time, but not there. Just little things like that. But overall. The game's really, really cool. I really if, love it. Really enjoy it. I wonder if I've come across them but just not noticed it because no prior knowledge. Yeah. Um. So this game for me, as I highlighted uh, in my on my um, Instagram page, Mr. Benjamin, check it out. Hey Ben, uh, there's one of those bugs that you were talking about. A cricket, cricket, yeah. cricket. Oh, you're making a gag, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, oh, because bugs in the game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I like it. We're, we're here. <laughs> I'm glad I got floppy with that one. At least. <laughs> it took a minute. Took a minute to process, but I got there. Um, so this game originally came out in 2006. I wasn't like the original Diamond and Pearl was pretty much responsible for me getting back into video games and collecting. So this one was. I had my yeah. Well, not this one. No, I know what you the mean. The original one. Yeah, that's uh, okay. My daughter was born in 2008. Uh, and she was notoriously hard, notoriously, because everyone knew, um, hard to put down and go to sleep because she just wanted to play all the time. She's what ports for, man. Um, so I ended up just uh, buying a Pokemon game because I used to really enjoy uh, red, blue, gold, silver. Mm-hmm. And this would be the game that I'd play as I was trying to put her to sleep. And she, I'd be sitting next to her cot and she'd be looking over in a, in a little baby fashion, just watching me play it. And I was really excited when this came out because she's almost 14 now. And she likes playing Switch and Pokemon games. And she asked for Pearl, which was the version that I used to play when she was a little baby. So now I get to sit down and share this game again with her. Like, I used to call her my little turtwig because when she was a baby, she had like a, a bit of hair sticking up in her front lip. We used to come <laughs> forward like a little turtwig. Um, so yeah, it really, really special. I was really excited for it to come out. Um, yeah, it lives up to all that. Uh, uh, what was I going to try? Oh, Elite Four. Elite Four, that's what I wanted to get to. Yes, Floppy, your finger. Has... Parker played it yet? Yes. Is yeah, she enjoying it? Yes. Yes, she is. So, <laughs> um, her first Pokemon game was X and Y, and uh, she got up to the first gym, and she goes, oh, Dad, I'm on level eight. Will that be enough? And go, oh, no, you probably want to grind a little bit more. So, she ground, she did the grind, grind, grind until her Pokemon were up to, like, level 50. <laughs> Whoa! And then just decimated all? By the time she got to the Elite Four, all her Pokemon were on level 85. <laughs> Oh and God. she was like, this game's easy. <laughs> this game's so easy. It's not even fun. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, uh, to what it, what it would be to be an eight-year-old and have time to grind that much. Oh, no, it was hilarious. Uh, so um, I've played every mainline Pokemon game. I've, I've owned them. I'm a big Pokemon fan. I only just defeated the Elite Four last night. Um, well, you should have done. Without a spoiler. Grind. Without a spoiler. Like, the Elite Four, usually you can stream through them they're like not that hard at least the first time as long as you're leveled up to around the level you're generally okay if you, you get the typing right no th- th- this was this was hard I, I did it the first time and i lost to the fourth member of the elite four and I was like, what the shit <laughs> so then i left and just uh went and completed the pokedex and decided last night i'll go for it i had to heal spam a whole lot in order to get past them i eventually won but Easily the most difficult Elite Four of any mainline Pokemon game that's come out so far. And that's without even the new game plus, like, or the post game, which I won't go into any spoilers, but uh, yeah, it, it gets tougher. Tell me, Liz, how many Pokemon games have that post game extra stuff? Uh, a majority of the newer ones do. The, all the remakes have something special. When you uh, say remakes, do you mean like when they do Platinum or Crystal? No, 
No, no. So well, you the mean the one. remakes from the like... The remakes of them. So I think it started... Uh, it's like Anto. Heart Gold, Soul Silver? Yeah, I think Heart Gold, Soul Silver. Anto, Heart do you remember? Heart Gold, Soul Silver were the first time you got like a post game with a second Elite Four that were way harder. Yep. And the remakes of uh, Ruby and Sapphire? Uh, Alpha yeah, and Omega? Happened with Omega Ruby, Alpha Sapphire. Happened with... I think <coughs> X and Y had a post game Elite Four as well. Yeah, right. right. Um, it's been, I think it's been since the 3DS remakes and Heart Gold and Soul Silver. They were the first ones to do yeah, it, and since then it's just happened. Pokemon related, but not particularly to a game. Mm-hmm. I was having uh, a discussion with my partner the other day. We we're talking about costume parties, mm-hmm. and I could really do like a Professor Oak. Nah, nah, nah. I'm going to do Professor Oak. In and a she's going to go. Hey, and she's going to go as Ash's mum. <laughs> no, no, no. She should go as Ash's mum, and you should go as Mr. Mime. Oh, well, no. I think that's too creepy. No, watch oh. the anime, boy. Oh. <laughs> Floppy, that is a perfect idea, and you have to do it. All right. So, in conclusion, because uh, we've still got a lot to get through, and I'm wrapping on about Pokemon. Do um, you think it's a faithful remake? Yes, yes. I, th- I think it's a great remake. What yes. do you think? Uh, I'm as having not played it. I'm thoroughly enjoying it, and it's making me want to go out back and play older Pokemon games. Yep. Uh, Anto, what did you think of it quickly? I'm still playing it because I'm doing a Nuzlocke run and I'm streaming it. So, yeah, um, I'm having fun with it. Um, I'm just struggling through it because my starter died. I lost the coolest Pokemon, Shinx, like immediately. Uh, beginning of the second session I did last weekend, I lost my Bidoof and another Pokemon immediately because I wasn't paying attention because I forgot I was doing a Nuzlocke run. Um, but yeah, I'm having a real good time with it. Um, it's it's very, it's very much a Pokemon game, which yeah. is kind of all I want from it. And the best thing about Pokemon games is that it can be easier or as hard as you want it to be. You want it to be a bit harder? Cool. Choose the fire starter. Don't grind as much. Put in a little bit more effort. It gets harder. If you want it to be easier, just grind. Do all the uh, trainees before you go in, or trainers before you go into the gym. It'll be a lot easier. It's a great game. My problem is I don't particularly know all what the weaknesses and strengths are. That's great. You'll find out. Oh, fuck yeah. Like I, I chose grass. So my first two gyms, I was like, this is fucking easy. Mm. Then I got to the fighting gym and I was like, mm, not so much. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to move on before we get into our predictions. All right. Um, just a little bit of news came out during the week, which I, I needed to bring up because I write the run sheet and uh, I like talking about it. And this. even if it wasn't true, you'd make it up and put it in there anyway. Hells yeah. Uh, Chrono Cross, the sequel or the uh, hypothetical, no, it is a sequel, to Chrono Trigger, one of my favorite games ever, is possibly being remade. That's why. What? It's probably white. It's, probably it's pretty right. white. It's white. Yeah, no, I'm not getting into that. Uh, a few <laughs> months ago, it was revealed that PlayStation had plans to make a big remake announcement later this year in December. Following on from this, a recent rumor last week claimed that this remake would be none other than Chrono Cross, and it will be revealed soon. Uh, Gematsu, uh, Jap- Japanese game site, published a post reporting on an upcoming collaboration between Another Eden, The Cat Beyond Time and Space, and Chrono Cross, like they found in the files, Chrono Cross, uh, I don't know, data. Uh, the crossover announcement with Another Eden is scheduled to take place later on this week, December 4th at 9am US time. So that is, I think, tomorrow in our time as we are recording this, Saturday. Uh, I don't know. So by the time you're listening to this, uh, you, we may already have a Chrono Cross game announced. Um, and I've never played this game. I own two copies of it. Never played I'm it. I'm getting real Monkey Island vibes from it. Yeah, it, it was kind of. It's more of a, a Final Fantasy. Anto, you've played it, haven't you? 
I have not because it never came out in any of our territories. Right. So you haven't played. Man, I'm going to. Woo. Maybe I should play Chrono Trigger beforehand. Uh, Floppy, you haven't played it, have you? I've got Chrono Trigger, but I haven't played it. And I haven't played Chrono Cross because didn't know what it was. Brayden? No. Good. <laughs> okay. It's time hang to on, talk hang about. On, hang on, hang on. Whoa, 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 whoa. Was the question have I played Chrono Trigger or Cross? Cross. Yeah, no, I've not played Cross. Right. Cool. Uh, Game Award prediction time. As we are recording this, we are two weeks away from the Game Awards, or the Keelys, as everyone on Twitter has started to call it. <laughs> Might as well. Like, it's great. Cool guy. Um, well, no, he is. He's a great guy. Uh, then we can see him on screen. He's never touched me inappropriately. Uh, okay. So we're going to go through the nominees for each of the main segments. Uh, we haven't included all of them because <coughs> basically I Some of them don't are boring. know enough about esports to comment here, there, or out or otherwise. Uh, and uh, let's face it, they're going to be named before the show. Uh, so, we're going to start it off with most anticipated game. Floppy. Uh, so, the most anticipated game is recognizing an announced game that has demonstrably illustrated potential to push the gaming medium forward. Ben, would you like to read your note? <laughs> yeah, my little note here is uh, WTF should be called the Cyberpunk Award. Purely because... Imagine giving an award to someone who you think, oh, this is going to be really good. He have an award before it's even out. Cyberpunk would have won that award. And then, <laughs> all right, give us the award back. We, we saw the game. Give it back. Give it back, <laughs> yep. Um, all right, so who are the nominees? Uh, nominees are Elden Ring. Mm -hmm. Now, are we showing videos for all of these? Uh, we don't need to, but uh, Brayden will do what Brayden has to do. I don't think I've actually watched any footage of Elden Ring. No? So, but that looks cool. So, uh, God of War Ragnarok. Ooh. Weird face. We know he's coming off the back of a game of the year. Yep, 2018. Yep, God of War. Uh, Horizon Forbidden West, my game of the year mm. from that year. Mm -hmm. uh, Breath of the Wild 2. The actual game of the year from that year. Mm -hmm. And Starfield, which I still don't actually know what it is. Um, spaceships in uh, space. Cool. Uh, so, yeah. That is the nominees for this uh, for this category. So who do you think is going to win? What's your prediction? What's your hot tip? <sighs> what do I think will win? Mm. What do I think? What I think is going to win is probably going to be Elden Ring. Really? Or Starfield. Right. I think it's going to be. Really? What I, what do you I think want they're to... more anticipated than the others that you've missed there? Uh, what I want to win will be Horizon. No, because I think the ones that, are, that I think are most anticipated... I tend to hang around with people who are very like-minded. There is a huge community of people out there that don't read or don't follow the same things that I do. Mm -hmm. And I think they're going to be, I think Elden Ring community is going to be a lot bigger than I think. Wow, really? Yeah. I, 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 I got to say, I will 100% second this. My pick for this was going to be Elden Ring. Really? I've heard so many people not shut the fuck up about but Elden Ring. But it's because Ring. it's a Souls-like and those players just like... That's right. And those people will you. blindly vote for that thing just because it's a Souls-like. It's just so many people at this yeah. point. But you got to remember the Game Awards, only 10% of the vote is user-focused. The rest mm. is a panel of judges. Yep. Gaming the amount of uh, those people could very well be... Elden Ring fans. Yeah, it, I'm highly suspect of it, especially because of this character in this gameplay clip. He's the one piece that I've seen from this gameplay clip. He's a big pop man. Cool. So I was going to say, like, uh, I bet that, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, your pick was going to be, well, Breath of the Wild 2. Uh, no, actually. Oh, what was it? Uh, honestly, I think God of Raw Ragnarok. I think it's coming up. I, I, slow down. Slow down, everyone. 
Uh, I think Breath of the Wild 2 will be great, and I'm really looking forward to it. But let's face it, it it's going to be pretty much more of just Breath of the Wild. Whereas I think God of God War, War Ragnarok, Ragnarok... man, it's just going to be more God of War. No, but it's going to be a continuation of a story. It's going to be a new director. Um, I, I think they are expanding on a story that they want to tell. Whereas I don't think Breath of the Wild originally had a sequel lined up. Like it was a one and done. Where it, So they've just created a storyline. You line. could say that about every Zelda. I could, but there, right? I, that's why I'm saying Ragnarok is my more anticipated game because they have unresolved um, storylines from the first one. There's a lot of potential conflict mm. and tell you? a lot of mysteries to unsolve. Um, controversial opinion. Uh, you know how I went this year I went back and started playing God of War again? Mm-hmm. Got bored. Really? I don't see how it won game of the year. Wow. Like, it's boring as fuck. I think you just have to be in the right frame of mind. You, you, literally, the combat doesn't change. Yeah, okay, fair enough. It, it's super pretty. Yep. It is super pretty. Voice acting is great. It's boring. Hmm. There, is a, there is a small combat change up later in the game, but that's fine. <laughs> if you have to get like 11 hours I mean, they're in. On, they're on screen right now, but yeah. Yeah. Um, well, no, everyone's entitled to their opinion. Yeah, they, I mean, like, it's my opinion, but you know, whatever. All right, uh, second award. I assume you have... mean chains, by the way, Braden. Yeah. Predicting. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the best indie... No, it's not. It's best debut indie. Best de- yeah, there's two things that are very similar. I know. Um, you'd think they could... Yeah, anyway. Uh, best debut indie is for the fe- uh, best debut game created by a new independent studio. Wow, I really need to read out that. Uh, first one is The Artful Escape, which I, I've not I, played. I will bring up clips of each of these just so people can remember what they are. Some of these... might not be on top of the indie game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some of these I hadn't... I have heard of, but don't know anything about. I've heard of the Artful Escape, not played mm. it. Braden, you heard anything about this? I've heard some people talk about it, and I've heard it is a real wild ride and is quite entertaining. Um, I like they're not in discussion for like full on game of the year, but I've heard it's real good. Hmm. Uh, the Forgotten City again. The- this was the uh, the Skyrim mod. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, oh. Do, do, you, do you not know about this one? I heard of it. I didn't realize that it was eligible to be called uh, an indie debut. Oh, is this the one where they just took out all the Skyrim references and released it as a new game? So straight up. So this was a Skyrim mod. It was one of the like workshop things. And they created this entire time loop quest in Skyrim. And then it, they basically just ripped the Skyrim out of it, made a gameplay system which is very much just Skyrim and then proceeded to uh, re-release their own game and it's a time loop game where you're set in this little world which is very like like Greek, Roman, like like uh, old school mythology type and you have to uncover this mystery and find out what's happening but you also go through a time loop because it's all about sin. <coughs> it's very much worth looking up and like looking into because the premise is fascinating and apparently it's real good. Cool. Okay. Uh, that's on Steam only, I'm assuming? Uh, I think it's actually on consoles as well. Oh, shit, really? Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah, Someone it- said on Games Pass. I think they were talking no, about No, that's uh, Artful Escape, no, I, th- I think. I think, oh, okay. I think this is also on Games Pass. Oh, really? Pass. I think it is. Let's oh, face man. it, everything's on Games Pass. Well, that's the best deal in gaming, isn't God it? God of War's probably on Games Pass. Funny, someone... <laughs> Someone had made that call previously. Uh, next, we have Kenner, Bridge of Spirits. And, oh, man, I really want to play this. I haven't played it yet. I, I bought it. I know. I saw I didn't realize the physical editions were out and saw it at Floppy's Place the other day. I 
don't know much about it, but I bought it because it looks super pretty and there wasn't much around and that's sort of on PS5. I really cannot wait to play it. it I think it's, this one's going to be my uh, Christmas holiday game. You can totally borrow my copy of the game, dude. Uh, borrow? Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, you're not selling it. You're not buying it. <laughs> I'll borrow it. <laughs> no, I, I'm going to get it um, and play it because I think it just looks like a really beautiful good time. Um, yeah, it does. And uh, can't wait to actually play something on my PS5. And Other than Fortnite. <laughs> uh, then we have Sable. Don't know what that is. I'll bring it up for you. You might recognize the art style once you see it. Okay. Hit um, me. Hit me with go. that sweet art. Ah, oh, yes. Ooh. Yes, 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 yes. I had my eye on this and uh, have not played it yet. But yeah, apparently this is an exceptionally good game. This looks kind of like Journey. Nah, it doesn't it's like look the like landscape it. and it's stuff. A it's a desert uh, third I mean, person. Yeah. Yeah, Journey. No, but like, I mean, the whole... Oh, whole no, it's a Mario 64 because there's a desert level on that. Okay. I rest my case. And lastly, uh, Valhelm. Uh, people have been uh, playing the shit out of this game. Really? Yeah, like, it's a very big, like, streamers game and stuff like that. Right. Like, there's a lot of, like, like streamers dove onto this game. Sorry, is he punching quick. a tree? Yep. Good. Survival mechanics, my Good. man. Good. Good. Punch yeah. those trees. But, Goddamn uh, trees. I, who the I, hell who the hell do trees ever help? No I, one. They definitely do. Um No, they I, just sit around with their roots in the ground, drinking all my water. Oh, oh. And all all my they just steal just all my carbon dioxide. Spitting out all that air that just you need. Selfish beings. Alright, we're gonna ship Ben off to a planet without trees and see how he fares. I'll have my money, so I'd I'll say be fine. you'll be fine for the first three minutes. I'll live on my money. Yep. All my money. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. Uh, Drink oil. Valheim. <laughs> anyway. Right. Who do you think? <laughs> I have no idea. I'm going to say <coughs> Cannon Bridge of Spirits. <coughs> I would say that that's because that's the one that I'm the most interested in, but I don't think it's going to be the best debut. Is mm -hmm. that what I'm going for? Because yep. I think there are ones out there. I think the Forgotten City or Valheim were doing something a bit more out there than Keenan. I think Keenan was playing it very safe. Yeah. Good call. Mm. So I'm going to go on the Forgotten City. Nice. Braden, what do you think? I can definitely see Forgotten City or Artful Escape. Mm -hmm. I think if it was a public vote, it would probably be something like Valheim. Um, but I think I'm going to go Artful Escape. I think it's artsy enough, literally, that um, it will take out the award. Can't change my mind. No. <laughs> no, uh, you can't. Okay. Never, ever uh, in life. You're but, not uh, to grow as a human. All right, then I will say that Braden is correct. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Or floppy, what's the next one? Uh, next one is not to be confused with best debut indie. <laughs> is just best indie. Yep. Uh, sure. So for outstanding creative and technical achievement in a game made outside traditional publisher system, mm -hmm. and we have twelve minutes. Cool game. Which uh, for some reason, well, not a cool game, but a interesting game. Yes. Um, which had very well made game. Well-known British person, James McAvoy, and equally well-known British person, um, I've forgotten her name. <laughs> Daisy Ridley. Thank you, Daisy, Daisy Ridley. Ridley. How dare you do my girl Ray Dirty? Oh, I was just thinking of Ray, and, and I thought, no, Willem Ray's Def not her name. And Willem Dafoe. And they got them all to put on American accents. For no reason. No reason. Yeah. Just do it. Anyway. Floppy, continue. Uh, Death's Door. I wasn't familiar with this one. Yes. Amazing game. It's from the Australian team, Queensland team, I think. Um, and he plays a little magpie. Huh. Uh, Zelda-like. That does not... Oh, that is a magpie. Yeah. He was like carrying a big-ass fucking umbrella. Yep. Everyone, call, everyone calls it a crow because they're not they're not Aussies. 
We know it as a magpie, mate. Fucking dickheads. Yeah, it's uh, South Australia's emblem, mate. Bloody hell, mate. That thing Bloody pick, struth. Pick your eyes out and Bloody heartbeat. barbecues, mate. Had to wear ice cream bucket helmets. Oh. Fucking shit. Bargain. What? Fucking grab a resale. There is a 100 kilometer radius on that joke. <laughs> <laughs> they get the reference and that's it. Struth. Which part of that, which joke? Next. There was, there was a lot in there. Ne- next game. Uh, inscription. Which now, I, once again... Do you guys, have you guys heard about this game at all? I've heard that they can't spell inscription correctly. I've heard that it's in people's game of the year contention. What? People are, I've heard of it, but I don't know what People are going insane for this game. So, it, so, from what I can gather, I haven't heard the spoiler yet. But this is the start of the game. This is what it looks like to start with. I believe it's Devolver Digital published. Okay. Um, so it's got that like kind of pixely art style and everything. Um, it's a, it's a card based game, but it's also an escape room Ooh. mystery game. Ooh. So you can sit down and play this shadowy figure in this card game, but then you can also explore around the room and there's like clues around the room to help you escape the room. But then the cards, some of them talk to you and will give you hints as to things in the escape room to Sounds try and help you. Sounds creepy as fuck. Sounds boring as shit. So it does all that. <laughs> And then apparently, like, this first section ends and the entire game changes in some respect. I don't know how or why or what it does, but apparently it's completely different. Hopefully for Ben, it gets more interesting. I just don't like playing card, card games. games. Like, yeah. if I want to play a card game, I'll play a card game. Yeah, but I've legitimately heard, I think it was, um, I think it was Alana Pierce on uh, Play, Watch, Listen. She said, uh, this is straight up game of the year contender. Wow. Yeah, right. Wow. So, and she of, has got really good taste. A lot games. of people whose opinions I really trust, they are loving this game. So it might be one to actually look into now after this. Huh. Maybe. Um, after inscription, we have, uh, once again, Keener Bridge of Spirits, yeah. uh, which we've already spoke about and seen of, and Loop Hero. Have you guys heard about Loop Hero? I have heard about Loop Hero. I've heard the name, but once again, don't really know much about it. We talked about it on the show. Was I here that day? Or was to, I you, suffering from like some weird disease? Probably. Of probably. Um, this one, Braden, you designed the dungeon, right? Yes. So you designed design, the, 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 design the dungeon, and then it loops around. It's kind of like a like a background game. Like you, you leave the game running mm. once you've got it going, and you can design it so that... Like, I've heard people who design it in a way where they can design it, hit start on it, and then, like, watch an episode of a 20-minute TV show, and then come back to it, and if they've done it correctly, it works. Um, but I've, I've also heard that it's really addictive and really good, and, like, it's the same people who uh, have grown from starting off playing Cookie Clicker, I've uh, very much uh, dug their heels into this game. Not for me. No, not for me either. I don't like games where you have to make it. I don't like games where you have to think. I don't like games some assembly require. That's I why like, I don't play Mario Maker. Floppy doesn't like, like games. I don't like living. True. Um, Alright, so who do we think? I'm going to go with I'm, Death's Door. I'm going to go with 12 minutes because they pushed boundaries of conventional game subjects. But was reviewed very poorly. Well, not very poorly, but it didn't live up to the hype that they were giving it. Sort of a lot of other games. That's true. Braden? I legitimately... I'm going to say inscription just from wow. ev- from everything I've heard and I Sick haven't seen cards. the spoiler but I'm very interested to see how it fares compared to these others that we've heard about more during the year because inscription's only real new as well like it's only the past month wow okay um, and they're so already saying you reckon a recency bias maybe possibly people might just be riding high on it 
but I I don't know. I heard I heard mixed stuff about um, some of the other things, and then this one I've heard people just raving about. So huh. don't know. We'll see. Right after that, we've got best ongoing game. This game's awarded to the game for outstanding development of ongoing content that evolves the player experience over time. And the nominees for this one: first up, we have Apex Legends. Uh, if you like a battle royale where you have to have to team up with other people, yuck. Um, yeah, th this might be. You play Fortnite. Yeah, but I can play that solo. Oh, okay, fair enough. This one you can't. Okay. Uh, next, we have Final Fantasy uh, 14 Online. No one here likes that. Uh, yeah, no need to talk to anyone. <laughs> anyone who likes Final Fantasy. Pretty no sure need, there's no one here with no an opinion No need on it. to hear from them. Uh, <laughs> Excuse you. <laughs> How dare you both? Brandon, cut his mic. Cut his mic. Uh, uh, he, he, I, I won't lie. He hit the undo <laughs> button himself. <laughs> He's closer to the mixer than I am. You've given him too much power. Uh, Inch, take a mile. Jesus. Fortnite, Genshin Impact, a game from a company that can... Uh, oh, sorry. A game from a company that can burn in fire. Correct. Uh, so Genshin want, Impact is or there was another game that we're not naming because it could burn in fire? You nailed it, Floppy. Oh, is that as well? No. Oh, whoops. Genshin Impact's fine, isn't it? That's what I thought. That's what I thought. I was aren't trying... they Tencent? I, I just thought... I mean, Tencent's not the you best. You didn't put I the punctuation was... in when you spoke, so I wasn't sure. I just thought it was completely, you know, stolen gameplay and stolen looks and pay, 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 pay loot box shit and I don't know. Isn't it one of those? Yep. Uh, anyway, so who do we think? Genshin Impact, Fortnite, Apex Legends or Final Fantasy? I'm going for Fortnite because... Because that's all you play. Yeah. Uh, I I really like the storyline in Fortnite. I reckon it's great. I love it so much. It doesn't take... It knows exactly what it is. Is this a real clip? Or have I clicked the wrong thing? Uh, is this legit? Uh, this might be a leaked thing, Brayden. Can you click off it? Can do. <laughs> that may have been a spoiler. Where did you find that? I don't. I clicked like one of the first four videos on YouTube. Yeah, I think that might be one of the leaked, um, leaked uh, uh, cutscenes from the event. I'm still not 100 percent sure what the actual storyline of Fortnite is. It's because you haven't watched all the trailers like we were I, going to. I know. Um, Apex, I think, is fine, but it hasn't got the catch or the hook that the other ones have. Final Fantasy, I'm not sure. Uh, there may be someone here, maybe not. Who can let me know what the player base is like? There's, like, no, there's it... no way to know. No, no way to know? There's no way to know. <laughs> we can never find out. Ooh, I don't know if it's too niche. I actually think with all the everything that I hear about, I think Genshin Impact's going to get it. Do you know what I like? I like what? people who mock Fortnite for not having a storyline, but don't actually play the game. So they just like mocking it because it's a kid's game. It's heaps funny. All games are... Can, well, no, all, no, not all games are kid games. Don't buy a nine-year-old GTA Five. <laughs> Fuck. Just all right. don't do it. Uh, cool. So games for Impact Floppy. Yes. Uh, so games for impact for a thought-provoking game with a pro-social meaning or message. Mm. And who we got? We've got uh, before your eyes. Mm -hmm. We have Braden's favorite. Uh, I'm assuming. Well, no, he was highlighting it. I thought. It was oh, be sorry. <laughs> I'm I'm copying them into YouTube oh, so I can bring okay. up footage so we, we know before what your the eyes. games are. We have boyfriend dungeon, which was my favorite. Which is your favorite? We have it's silly as hell. Chicory, a colorful tale. Uh, life is strange. Say that, say that again. You want to say that again? Just say it again. Chicory, a colourful tale. You said it what, like it was a lyric from Cats. You did. Just showcasing my my talents in case there's any you know musical talent. In the case there's any one of those people called scouts watching. Yeah. Uh, life is strange. True colours, and no longer home. 
Right. Well, I'm putting my hat behind the uh, boyfriend dungeon. Oh, I'm jumping on Life is Strange. Perfect, because really? that's the, the footage that I have up right here. Good. Uh, why Life is Strange? Uh, I think Life is... Oh, look at this. Is this the one with the, where your, the boyfriends are your weapons or something? Yep. Yep, yeah. and you date your weapons. You date your weapons. And you, you romance them, and after you romance them, you go into the dungeon, they turn into a more powerful weapon, and you go and kill stuff. It's great. That's uh, Michael Townsend said he's missed half of the ones that were just said. Is that because you were laughing so hard? Yeah, yeah. Yep. That's the only, only yeah. possible Look at that. I'd date that guy. Jesus. Yeah. yeah. I think he is Jesus. A little bit. All right. Uh, I'm going to go Don't Life is Strange, True Colours. Because I think with the how well all the previous Life is Strange done and the, just the how well that name is known. Really? You think the name buys it some cred? A little bit, yeah. It would, everything does. See, the, the trailers I saw of um, True Colors didn't really... I wasn't really grabbed by it. Like, the first Life is Strange, mm-hmm. I was hooked uh, just playing the first one and... Uh, the trailers really, really got its teeth in me and I went, oh, that's yep. a really cool mechanic and I want to investigate that. The second one, well, the prequel, mm-hmm. um, just sort of went, ah, not for me. And then this one came out and they sort of went with the storyline. I thought, ah, it just seems like more of the same. More of the same. Unlike um, Pokemon. It's no, different po- every time. Pokemon is just cut, copy, paste, like just put a different skin on. Uh, whereas this, you know, tells a different story, but I don't know. I don't know. It's just it's not for me. This is my guess. This is my, this is my prediction. Mm. Braden? Yep. I'm, I'm honestly not too sure on this one, to be completely honest. I, I, I still haven't played uh, the next, the other Life is Strange. Um, like, I, the, the one with the bros? I, the storm? Oh, yes. No, I haven't done that one. The prequel, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so I haven't done that one yet either. The so. fall storm? Yes, that's it. Mm. Um. Yeah, I haven't done that one either, so I'm behind on this whole franchise right now. So <coughs> I've, I don't know. It looks Excuse good. Me. I like the vibe that Life is Strange goes for. Um, and this one looks visually a hell of a lot better, so who knows? Mm. Yeah. All right. Uh, best music and score for outstanding music, inclusive of score, original song, and or licensed soundtrack. And the nominees for this are The Artful Escape, Deathloop, Cyberpunk 2077, the only award it's nominated for. <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy and Near Replicant version numbers. Right. Uh, Braden, let's kick it off with you. Which one are you picking? Uh, I would honestly put my money on probably Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> yeah. There is no contest. Really? No. Nah. Guardians of the Galaxy has A, a sick licensed soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Double that up with an original score that they put in place to to sort of hit the same notes and the same feelings as well. Nobody else has done that. Uh, no, they haven't. I think they may have. They haven't gone to the effort of having licensed fucking bangers. They must have spent a fair chunk oh, of their yeah. budget on these licenses. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's a good thing they had a hit Avengers game to supply. <laughs> or they, all that they, money. they had an Avengers game that just brought in money that uh, through. Pay to get bored um, <laughs> to fund this one, uh, but they then they have backed it up with that whole uh, li- um, not licensed soundtrack that they've done. That's still just as fucking good. Like it's I actually so listened good. to that the other day. The it Star is so- Lords is, is yeah the band that the yeah. fictional band that they have. Yeah, um, yeah pretty good. Yes, yeah, in this is like where he gets his name from, Star Lord. Yeah, his favorite bands. Yeah, I think this is no contest. I think this wins hands down. Uh, I'm gonna say Deathloop because that soundtrack is funky as heck. 
I mm. personally think Final Fantasy XIV should be in this category. <laughs> oh, I was going to ask your opinion, Anto, I, but I've decided against it now. I've decided that that's the answer to every single uh, category. Other than ongoing, <laughs> when did Final Fantasy XIV come out? Uh, version 1 or A Realm Reborn? Don't. What, don't. don't Brayden, and, you should and, know better. My, my Brayden, why would you do that, Brayden? <sighs> anyway. A Realm Reborn. Uh, uh, did you give your pick, Brayden? Guardians. Cool. Uh, floppy. Alright, next one is Best Art Direction. Uh, I like Left. Mm-hmm. That's it. Because it's Direction. It was... <laughs> thank you, Braden. Thank You're you. welcome. Uh, for outstanding creative and or technical achievement in the artistic design and animation. Uh, we've got the Artful Escape. Mm-hmm. Uh, Deathloop. Uh, Keenan Bridge of Spirits. Psychonauts 2. And Ratchet and Clank rip a fart. Um, I this is a tough one. Uh, I really like the aesthetic of Deathloop. Mm. Uh, Psychonauts Two looks really cool, but it is a kind of bit PS Two ish. Yes, um, and it's obviously a, a, an art direction that they decide to take. Uh, Ratchet and Clank rip a fart looks amazing yes. on the PS Five. So it's really really hard for me to choose. I feel like it's not hard. No, no, because rip a fart. Pushed the boundaries of what graphics can do. Uh, it was, the, it was like the, or the SSD. Well, it was there. the showcase mm. of oh, the yeah. graphical power of the PS5. That's a good point. A good and point. I think no one else did that. They all had great style, mm. but I think this one had cool style and it pushed those boundaries. See, I want to say Deathloop, but I know I'm biased towards that sort of style, mm. like that oh, music like, and that. They're all nice '60s sort yeah, of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, I like you it. Know, yeah. Uh, but I don't think it pushed boundaries technically. I'm, I'm going to agree with you, Floppy. I'm going to go... It's first time for fucking everything? <laughs> I'm going to go with Ripper Fart. Um, Brayden? I, you know where I stand in this this court. Um, no, legitimately, I, I I really enjoyed what Psychonauts 2 did for like doing really weird shit. Because that's what Psychonauts does. And its art style is very weird and unique. Um, it was weird and unique on the PS2 and is now continuing that obviously but um, they continue to push their incredibly weird art style and strange world to sort of the fullest so I think it's definitely a contender but I mean come on it's I'm ta- I'm talking about a category where Ratchet and Clank can possibly so win something yep like it's gonna it's gonna be Ratchet and Clank for me like yep. Ratchet and Clank is just visually beautiful the world all, like all the different worlds that they made in this game are just so fun and filled with character, like, and I'm just so here for it. Yep, I agree. That looks great. Yeah, it, that really does look great. <laughs> All right, uh, best narrative. Uh, don't have a description there, but I'll try and make something up off the top of my head. Best storytelling. There you go. <laughs> uh, nominees are Death Loop, It Takes Two, Life Is Strange, True Colors, Guardians of the Galaxy, and Psychonauts Two. Uh, it takes two. Easy, hands down. Because the whole gimmick for that was um, them saying, no, people still want single player or, sorry, couch co-op narrative driven stories. And, and it is. It, it's a wonderful game. Floppy. I'm probably going to actually have to agree with you. Yeah? Ooh. Yeah. Look at us. Like a cohesive unit. You cohesive we unit. We do it for the you. fans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hi, mum. <laughs> uh, Brayden, what do you think? I, I, I think it's definitely up there. Um, unfortunately, because of how we stream, 
uh, for me to be able to play footage of It Takes Two on the screen, I can't even see what the other nominees were. And honestly, the fact that it was narrative, I was kind of shocked at all of them. So I think It Takes Two probably will <coughs> take it. <laughs> so, you know, that's pretty interesting. All right, Floppy, what's the next big old next one. person? Best game direction. Didn't we not do this? Oh, that was best art direction. Yeah. So this one is right. Oh, oh. Stop. Just no. Please. Uh, awarded for outstanding creative vision and innovation in game direction and design. We have Returnal, mm-hmm. uh, Deathloop, It Takes Two, Psychonauts 2, and Ratchet and Clank Rip of Heart. Okay, so I'm going with the obvious odd one out here, Returnal. Why? Because it's a uh, roguelike shmup um, where you get your ass kicked continuously. Uh, it's just got a whole different mix of genres all into one. It's challenging. It can be like a Souls-like at times. It's that challenging. Uh, I just think that uh, the way that they've pulled everything together to make a cohesive game like this is outstanding. And they do attempt like story stuff in there as well. Absolutely. Like, yeah. it, would, it would be interesting enough if this was a game that was purely gameplay and like you could read a log that you collect and find like that would be enough but this game then also went no we also want to tell a story yep so yep ups to them for that yeah no really well done i find it hard to pick between creative direction and narrative mm-hmm. i find them very very similar well direction's the game overall whereas narrative is the story that they're telling i kind of want to it's <sighs> I want to give this one to Deathloop, mm-hmm. but I think I don't think it's going to get it because I think it might get something else. Well, they have twelve nominations, so I'm, I'm assuming they'll get Jesus, something. Jesus, that's yeah. a lot. Yeah. yeah, the most of any game. The whole loop of dying and coming back and being that assassin and that getting. That, I think Deathloop's going to get this. Okay, no, that makes sense. I do. All right, game of the year. The nominees for the Game Awards 2021 Game of the Year are. Deathloop, It Takes Two, Metroid Dread, Psychonauts 2, Resident Evil Village, and Ratchet and Clank Rip a Fart. Brayden? Ratchet and Clank! Yep, correct. From from you. Uh, Floppy, what do you think? Not Ratchet and Clank. No. Not because I didn't like it. Because it is a really amazing looking Ratchet and Clank game that's been done a lot of times before. Mm. Fair shout. Thoroughly enjoy it. Finished it. But not groundbreaking. But wasn't groundbreaking. Mm. Uh, what What do I want to win and what do I think is going to win? Two different things. Mm-hmm. I really want Resident Evil to win. Why? Because I had such a fucking good time with it and it was such a polished, well-paced game. And uh, a reasonable length. Reasonable length. But that's subjective too because for me, 10 hours is a reasonable length to someone else. 40 hours is a reason. Someone else, hour and a half. That's subjective. Uh, it didn't break. <laughs> oh, well, that, that's good. That's, Which that's is, important. Uh, unlike most games this year, or the last couple of years. Um, the, the, but for most part, it was the pacing. I really like the pacing in this thing. Because like, unlike Resident Evil 7, where I was shit scared the whole fucking time mm-hmm. and didn't get a break, this thing does a really good job of scaring the pants off you and then giving you 10 minutes to... To calm yourself and to get yourself together again, and then does it again. Uh, as well as having cool story, cool twist ties in to the whole franchise. I want this one to win. I don't think it's gonna. Right. 
So I, I'm assuming my hope for game of the year is what you think will be game of the year. Is it a two? Ready, 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 ready. Three, Me- two, two, one. one. Metroid, Metroid Dread. Dread. There we go. Uh, I haven't played this, but uh, I don't know if you've picked it up, but I, I kind of like Nintendo. Really? Um, yeah, yeah, just a little bit. Next thing you say, you like karate. And, <laughs> no, I, I train karate. There's a difference between liking karate and actually training to be a lethal weapon. Um, you train it, you don't enjoy it? Weird. <laughs> well, as much as you can enjoy being punched in the face. Not that I know, because I never get punched in the face, because I'm too oh, quick. Humble. Um, what were we talking about? Metroid oh, yeah, Dread. Metroid Dread. Mm. Uh, Nintendo, for years and years and years, Metroid always sold okay outside of Japan, but never in Japan. Uh, which is why we didn't get a Metroid game for years and years and years, and people complained about it enough, enough, enough. Uh, and then this finally came out, and from what I've heard from Floppy and from many, many others, uh, it is a fantastic game that people really enjoy. I mean, don't take my word for it. I apparently love Jumanji. Well, not apparently. That's, that's a, a, get a, a hard fact. <laughs> I do thoroughly enjoy the Smurfs. but Yeah, exactly. Smurfs and Jumanji um, and Metroid Dread. Now, this game... So I'd never played a Metroid game. Mm-hmm. I'd played very little of Castlevania, or that style of game. Uh, I grabbed this because it looked pretty and I knew the hype behind it, so I wanted to check it out. Could not put it down. Yeah. Like, fucking couldn't. I finished it, it in, for what me would be record time. I did it in like 13 hours. Sounds very, very much like last year with Hades for me. Yeah. Like, I remember Dan just going on and on and on about how good Hades... Like, to the point Dan was saying, I'm obsessed with this. Like, he's at work, and all he can think about is getting home so he can play Hades. Yeah. And he'd get home and he'd do Hades. And I went, well, i got to play that. And I played it and went, yeah, I get it. It was yeah. amazing. He, he was dreaming about it. I know. Like, I he know. was dreaming on how to get past the part that he'd got up to the night before. Like, he was into it but it, it takes a special kind of game to be able to get that reaction out yeah. of someone and the fact that floppy was saying like you play a lot of games you, you dive in and out of games all the time i play a little bit of a lot of stuff um so the fact that you committed to playing this game of a franchise you've never played before yeah. and also coupled with the fact that uh, uh many game reviewers as well have, have scored it very very highly um i i honestly think this will take it out plus i really want it to win because nintendo need these little victories because they're a struggling fledging company and they need all the help they can get yeah they're not the biggest earners in the world ever i always think that this, that this it was is just like a pick for you guys like sorry I, anto we can't sorry what i'm honestly shocked this is a pick for you guys for like this being the one you guys want to win i honestly expected you to say Deathloop for some reason no nah. so my thing was I was so utterly surprised. Like, I knew I was going to love Resident Evil. And I did. And it was wicked. I didn't realize how much I was going to love this. And it took it just literally took me by surprise. I didn't realize how well paced, how well uh, the controls and the level design was. Like, it was just it's unreal how fluid everything is. How when they introduce different weapons or upgrades, you, you use them in such a way straight away that you don't forget what they do. Mm. Like, it's just so well thought out and so polished. All right, so I'll put it to you this way. Okay. Uh, Christmas game to play on my Christmas holidays. Fucking Metroid, dude. Cool, okay. I was going to say this or Kenner. (laughs) Fucking Metroid. All right, fine. I think both, honestly. Braden can borrow my my Kenner. I'll take that. Uh, (laughs) I think, honestly, you would probably be able to play through this a bunch, get frustrated at a part you're stuck on, take a break, enjoy the Pixar world of Kenner, and then come back to this once you've but relaxed. But I've still got Pokemans to catch. I've just got the national decks. So I, I finished this by playing it like an hour at a time. Oh, really? Except for the last boss. 
which yeah. took me a couple of hours because I'm just shit at games. Um, and even I finished this in, I think Anto did it in like eight hours. Yeah, my first time through was just over eight hours. Um, my hard mode playthrough took uh, nine because I got a bit stuck on some of the bosses. But yeah, you can easily do this in anything from something like eight to 13 hours, or even <clears throat> as a first time player. First time player, did it <laughs> 14 hours. Uh, hard mode can get fucked. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So good. All right, so we've got Metroid, Metroid, and Ratchet and Clank, which I think if any of them take it out, I would be a very happy person. Can I just say, Braden, did you pick Metro, uh, Ratchet and Clank because you want it to win or you think it'll win? I Honestly, both. Okay. I, I think it definitely has the potential to do it just because it's something that we haven't really seen video games be able to achieve just because of technical restraints. Yep. And I think that in combination with like... I'm sure it would have been great fun if Are we saw it. Are playing on the screen? It might be. Yep. Uh, it, like, I'm sure it would have been fine if they had designed a game that would utilize an SSD. S, S, yes, an SSD. SSD. Like this. SSD. 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 Um, it used, uh, utilized it like the that. The Super Saiyan... Ju- oh, and it could seen. have been really good. But the fact that it was also this incredibly hyper-detailed world and it was gorgeous and the story's fun and the characters are amazing. I think all of that stems to a really, really good game. Right. If you'd like to vote in the Game Awards, you still can. You just have to, have, have to head over to uh, thekeelys.com and uh, vote in the Game Awards <laughs> to, to make your voice heard for 10% of the vote, which or basically means nothing. you could vote in the Hack the Dino. Or you Awards. could vote in the Hack the Dino Video Game Awards. They're open for another couple of weeks before our next show. We will be announcing the winners of the Hack the Dino Awards during our end of year spectacular. You can find that at bit.ly backslash 2021 Dino. Vote for things such as... Uh, the most graphics. Most graphics. Blue points. Biggest... Remember Blue Point, everyone? Never heard of them. Uh, your favorite announcer. And let me just say, who you think is winning is winning. So if you could go and just change that, please, that'd be great. <laughs> Let's put Ben in his place. I'm constantly put in my place. Oh, right? fuck off. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, just quickly before we move on. Uh, do it, like The Game Awards is also synonymous with... Dude, call um, me a goat. Oh, wait, it says Gotti. <laughs> Sorry. Flashback to the start of the episode. Uh... Game Awards is also synonymous with big announcements, like even more than E3 now. This is what it's become uh, and why a lot of people watch the Game Awards. I thought we'd go through and have just a quickly quick fire uh, what we think we may see at the Game Awards. I'll kick it off and I think we will finally get the Breath of the Wild trailer that we are... Or Breath of the Wild 2 trailer, I should be specific. Uh, and uh, it'll hype to a Nintendo Direct, which we traditionally get in January because... They said 2022 for Breath of the Wild 2, didn't they? So that, that that's my first pick. Uh, what do you think, Floppy? I think we're going to get some form of tease mm-hmm. for the next Spider-Man game. Oh. Might they, be, it might be a logo. It might be something more. But have I think they given gonna, a window for that yet? I don't think so. No? Not that I remember. They just sort of had that i got teaser. a shit memory, so. That's true. Uh, Braden? I think... Kojima will give a visual tease for his next project and Jeff Keighley will uh, beg and beg and beg and plead for him to do it. Yep, yep. Uh, do we think Xbox related? Oh, I'm not sure if I'm willing to commit that thoroughly. Do we think that maybe his next project, I mean, he's, he's announced that he's working on it. The next Halo game. <laughs> there we go, you heard it here first. 
Uh, all right, next, I'm going to say that we will get an announcement of some Returnal DLC, which has been heavily rumored. I think they'll announce Ooh. it and they'll go, and it's available uh, now. That's my that's my pick there. We love and it's available now. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. I like it. It's available now. I think right at the end of the show, mm-hmm. Jeff Keeley mm-hmm. is going to reach back. Mm-hmm. He's going to grab what we did not know was there, but was a zipper. Mm-hmm. And he's going to unzip. And it was Kojima all His all. skin. No. It was Reggie. <laughs> Reggie? <laughs> Reggie why would it be Reggie? Why wouldn't it be? Because you'd never see it coming. Reggie. Philomay, how do you say Philomay? Philomay is Jeff Keighley. Philomay. Yep. Baymary. Phil Speck. Now, I'm not saying that there's a high chance of this happening. Small. Small one. Small one. one. That's your pick. Keanu Reeves under the zipper says uh, Game Boy Dad. I'd be down for that. It'd be sick. Uh, Brayden, your last pick for the Game Awards. My prediction and... I, I think I'm pretty solid in this one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I believe the awards ceremony will be filled to the brim with anyone who can hold a microphone begging for others to get vaccinated. Jesus Christ. <laughs> We've been Hack the Dino. This has been our gaming cast where we talk about the past, present, and future of video games news, Ooh. give reviews, and discussions. But this isn't the only place where you can see us. You can head on over to different areas of the internet and be careful, it's scary out there, and experience us in other forms. Floppy, what yes. form can people you look at? Well, you can go over and see me at fleshlight.com. I mean, sorry. Um, <laughs> you can go see me at Instagram. Uh, floppy plays games. Which is true. <laughs> <laughs> Smurfs collector's edition. I might add. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I think my comment. Yeah. Okay. I know what you're thinking, but it's a really good why, 3D why platformer. It, sorry. Why is it called the Smurfs? Vile AF. Vile. <laughs> Mission Vile Leaf. There is a poison leaf out there. There's Braden, what does that say? Viliaf. It says Vile AF. Viliaf. Good old I think it's I think it's trying to be an Animal Crossing crossover with the the font on Leaf. Well, uh, what, what do you what do you think of the good old Papa Smurf and his uh, slaves? It's good fun. Yeah. What does yeah. Gargamel do? Don't know yet. I haven't got to the end. No. What is what, what's the cat's name? Azrael. 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 What does Azrael do? Look at the other stuff I've got. There's oh, check cool this thing out. Shit. Yeah, that, that's yeah, great. dude. So that that boomerang is a is a USB flash drive mm-hmm. that comes loaded with content. Oh, like behind-the-scenes stuff and soundtracks and stuff of the games. That's, That's really cool. That is the best, one of the best GWPs I've ever seen. Uh, gift cool. with purchase. Ooh. Oh, insider trader knowledge. Look at that. Look at that. What, what are we seeing on the screen there, Floppy? Uh, we are seeing my Metal Gear Solid mm-hmm. for the PS1 and a book that some fuckhead gave me a, <laughs> gave me a heads up about. On eBay. I don't know why you're bitter. I was trying to help you. If anything, <laughs> Brayden should be dirty. Never try to help. I was going to say, like, he helped you get a thing that you wanted. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, fuck you. Yeah, what a prick. How no, the, the fuck you is purely for the the. Anyway, it doesn't. It's not thing. important. Oh, okay. It's not important. What the funny thing about that Metal Gear book is, as Floppy and I were talking about, um, they've changed his name. They've changed his name because in the first game, it's based on the NES version of Metal Gear, mm, and he was only name. called Solid Snake there. So mm. in this, they came, called him like Nathan or something. Or Jane? No, isn't it James? James. But his that's name right. is David. We know we know his name's David, but I don't think we didn't know that until Metal Gear Solid came out. That's right. Wow. Um, but yeah, it is a, a book. It's from a series of books that well, I think we both had as kids. Mm-hmm. 
I had Castlevania and stuff like that as well. I'd Metal like to get Gear. more of them. Metal Gear. Well, I told you, because I, I got the whole collection a while ago. and You uh, gave me a Master Blaster. That's right. Yeah, I did. That's a but, uh, good but yeah. for you guys. And if you want to zip back out there, Brayden, to the, <laughs> yeah. to the main one. Yeah, so uh, Floppy Plays Games shows you some of the stuff that I've actually played and finished as well. I finished uh, Grease. Uh, which I found out is pronounced like Grease, like Greasy Car. Mm-hmm. Like Grease Lightning. I was just uh, about to say that. That is a brilliant game. It was like four hours long. Grease Lightning. Yep. So good. Uh, very beautiful. Yeah, like the it. art in this game is stunning. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. Uh, it's literally like no instructions. You just figure it out. But it's <laughs> Tell so me simple. in chat, James Eater. Good <laughs> <laughs> James. Goddamn. Brayden. Hi. What do you do? Oh, I also do uh, another podcast, which is all about movies. And you can find that over on YouTube and on your podcast services of choice at Millennial Movie Talk, uh, where you can uh, hear myself and my friends chat about TV shows and movies. Uh, most recently, I just, I was really late on editing the video mm-hmm. for the episode from last week. So within uh, 24 hours, we've had both our episodes go up on YouTube. Um, we've been chatting heaps about Ted Lasso and The Sopranos lately. Um, obviously, the Spider-Man trailer. Better? Um, Sopranos that's tough because the two people who are watching it currently haven't finished it yet but they have finished Ted Lasso so far Um, and Ted Lasso is apparently the most wholesome show in the world yeah don't like it really yeah Ooh. too too sweet too saccharine ah you can't stand it no (laughs) I need need too nice I need the harsh you um, need some bitter harsh fisting of reality (laughs) fair enough well, if you want that, you can go to a South Park's post-COVID special. I will. Um, so, because it's apparently amazing. Uh, if you watch this video, there is a part where... Actually, I, I could probably find it. I won't. Um, there's a part in our video <coughs> where they say the core like reveal of the special. And my face is just complete shock and awe. And you can also hear me guff about the new Dune. New Dune. Dune. Oh, Dune. June. So how is the rock? June. June. I, I do that on the show as well. I introduce the entire thing, and then at the end I say, it's Dune. And everyone goes, what the fuck, Brayden? You got it completely wrong. It's Dune. Can I say, like, it has taken me an embarrassing long amount of time, but I finally threw your podcast on and was listening to it while I rode to work. Hell yeah. I uh, was thoroughly enjoying your segments where you talk about the classic films that you... Uh, hadn't seen before. Yeah, classic callouts is how we always open the show, just to really point out how much good shit we haven't watched. Oh, dude, there's I could yeah. make lists for you. No, they want good stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say that there's uh, what's uh, we, so the last one we did was Dances with Wolves. I first of all, I can't believe that was on your list. Yep, that's a terrible film. <laughs> it's Avatar. It's supposed to, yeah, it's Pocahontas. Yeah, yeah, like uh, it's. Um, um, except Avatar was amazing. Yeah. And beautiful. <laughs> I think we are. We talked so much about Avatar while we were talking about Dances with Wolves. You did. That we are going to just watch Avatar and talk yeah. about it at some point because we've all really want to watch it again. And Steph hasn't seen it. So we're going to get her to watch it. For Is. The first um, time. Now, we, we spoke about it briefly mm. or we messaged about it briefly because you'd watch Strangers on a Train. Yes, that was uh, excellent. I'm a big Hitchcock fan. Do you have Rear Window? I think one person on the show has watched Rear Window, so Shit, I don't think it's on the list. Favorite Hitchcock film, but it is very much on my list, and I will be watching it soon. Because Do you have The Untouchables? Really and it was my um, it was my first Hitchcock film that I'd ever seen Ooh, with Rear Window. Really? Oh, not Rear Window. Um, Strangers, Strangers on, the train. on the Train. It was excellent. And yeah. Like, 
Damn, this Hitchcock guy is really something to look out on. It, that thing, man, he's a, such like they never go the way that you think they're gonna go. Yeah. Oh, it was great. Uh, but yeah, that's my little movie talk, uh, movie podcast. And I do a thing as well as this um, called Bad Game Arts, where I look up the very worst art that has appeared in video game history. So I've thrown a couple up uh, recently. Shockers. Um, This one's called Codename Matt. (laughs) By Derek Brewster for the 48K Spectrum. That's right. And it has a cover of a a young person uh, in a space suit. Definitely not Luke Skywalker. No, that no, laser sword's no, yellow. No, no, no. And that definitely doesn't look like a cartoon Mark Hamill, no. No. There's, there's no Obi-Wan behind him in the no. with, with his heart on the outside of his body. No, oh, yeah. no, not it at all. Oh. And he's, I like the way his name Matt is on his helmet. That's codename Matt. Uh, I had some others uh, in there as well, Brayden. Um, oh, yes, another Karnov, <laughs> where the, the Iron Sheik is here uh, <laughs> getting peed on by a pterodactyl. Is, it, is he shooting lasers out of the pterodactyl's penis? No, no, the pterodactyl's pooing on him. You should know something about that. Uh, and then the T-Rex there, you can see, has uh, no center of gravity. So uh, Karnov with the Iron Sheik. It's a good time for everyone on the NES. What the fuck? Wow. And- <laughs> Next on Bad Game Arts, we've got Penetrator. I can't even read that. Wow, that font is atrocious. I just like they're penetrating something and it's going down a long hole. <laughs> it, is that how you spell penetrator? It looks like penetrator. It's uh, it's it's pen. It's oh, uh, the, so the T is there. The yep, and then the R starts there. Yep, yep, yep. But yep, there's yep. a V. I don't think that's how you spell it. I think there's an A in there somewhere. They. Oh, they're in an A, all right. Melbourne House. What are you doing? God, that is just... I could not... If you hadn't have told me, it would have taken me probably a good three minutes to figure out what that said. Good old Penetrator. So, bad game arts. Check it out. I put up lots of really bad, weird stuff. Um, there was one I saw the other day that was fucking horrible. Yeah, it was, on, it was on bad game arts. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, you put one up that was like, literally... It was atrocious. I was it this lad? That's the one. <laughs> that's not that one, but that's uh, the Nintendo what? Power magazine for Mega Man Three. And the best part uh, in the Instagram stories, I usually put the art up and do something to it. This one, I put googly eye gifs on him, and it looked great because it's Why? just the image anyway. Yep. Yep. Why is his face sliding off of his skull? I don't know, but um, his dog looks like he's seen some shit. Look at it. <laughs> his dog has just <laughs> ate some shit. <laughs> some of his shit. <laughs> that has some edible shit in it. You know what I mean? <laughs> All right, Floppy, enough swearing. You're very cool. Uh, but we've been Hack the Dino. Be sure to head on over to hackthedino.com and follow us on all the socials that you can see listed there. Tell your friends, leave a review, join our Patreon, jump in there. Uh, we've got a very special show coming up uh, next fortnight. Um or next week, depending on when you're listening to this. Uh, We've got a special guest coming. Uh, See if you can guess who it is. Leave a comment down below. Daryl Braithwaite. It's Daryl Braithwaite. It's Karnov. It's the Iron Sheik. He's here to urinate on all of us. Daryl Levine. Then her (laughs) husband, not Chad Kroger. It's Chad Kroger. Uh, And, I don't know, other other stuff, other other things are coming your way. Big end of year special. We're going to all have a fun time with lots of streamers. Um, There'll be no streamers. That we, I'll make honestly the bare minimum effort. Truth be told, did you um, know Chad Kroger was massive into um, like scat? No, no, like the reenactments of of um, nativity scenes and stuff. Oh, um, um, scat. 